0: This program is an experiment, an exploration.
1: It's been put together with enormous enthusiasm and equipment designed for other purposes. The basis of it is an unlimited supply of magnetic tape, recording machine,
2: and a group of technicians who think nothing is too much trouble provided it works.
0: Come, we're 11, the invasion sequence. Three. One Man, with those laser beams
3: Hey What's going on? Happy post Thanksgiving 2020 Episode number 61 Of Warehouse 11 I'm Kent I'm Clayton And we do this little radio show every Thursday night On Electric Force Radio or anytime You'd like to tune in You can listen to the podcast version at warehouse11.com. So we unfortunately have to start out the show on a rather, well, significantly sad note for us and Mm. our listeners. I.O., who we've played many times on the show, and we've talked about his performances. His uh, name in other sectors was Garrett Lockhart, and he passed away last year. Week I don't recall the exact date, Um, and we don't know much about what happened. But the dance community has certainly turned out to show support and talk about the legacy that he left, even though he was not in the you know in the scene for that long.
1: An early, early star on the rise
3: for sure, and was definitely bringing a techno sound into festivals that didn't necessarily focus on that so this is one of the songs that we've played before and we thought was most appropriate for us this is io this one's called warehouse use only on warehouse 11. IO and Low. We thought it was more than appropriate to play two tracks from him as our sort of in memory of segment on Warehouse 11. Um, We also were uh, mentioning that some, you know, the dance music community kind of turned out on social media to show some support. And Rez, who. um, Rez has done. Some releases on Mousetrap, right? Or yes. am I thinking of some? Okay, yeah.
1: She has, she
3: yeah, has. Uh, which is, of course, Dead Mouse's label. Um, but she posted, I really am speechless. Rest in peace. This year's fucking shit. And I think we can all relate to that. And yes, same, uh, Funt Case said, uh, I, I had some awesome times with you, man. I hope you're resting well. Say hello to Cookie for me. Which reminded me that Cookie Monster, who is huge in the dubstep scene, also mm-hmm. passed away this year, maybe just a, a month or two ago. Something we didn't And know. I
1: didn't know about that one until Kent mentioned it today. Yeah. So that was, that was news to me.
3: Yeah, so really unfortunate year to lose some really young, up and coming folks in the dance music scene. Insomniac did a tribute to Io. On Saturday evening, that Pasquale hosted, we didn't get a chance to watch that. It might Mm-mm. be available on demand eventually, or maybe it is now. Um, but Io had played several of the live streams, raveathons. Yeah, in the last several months, and um, so they had, so they had a lot of footage from those that they could put together something relatively quickly uh so rest in peace like i said we don't we don't know the details surrounding it but
1: uh he really did it felt like came out of nowhere for sure scene and then before like before you knew it he was playing main stage sets and just like drawing huge crowds but it's a shame It's, it's incredibly sad i'm kent texted me uh and I just, I was literally, like, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> like, right. I, I kind of, like, nudged my fiance. I was like, this this artist that, like, we both love so much is just, like, they're gone. She's like, what's what happened? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, no one really knows, but it's just, it's a terrible tragedy for the community.
3: Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, he had, you know, was, was pretty well known for a lot of his techno tracks but had a lot of diversity and especially some of his the recent stuff that he was putting out um, yeah so we'll certainly miss him but I'm sure it won't be the last that we will hear his music at streams and festivals and shows whenever we're able to enjoy those again so um, rest in peace I.O. I.O. Okay, so let's switch gears just a little bit. I was listening to a bunch of playlist tracks prior to the show, which is a routine for us to just to find songs that we like. And I found one that really brought me back to younger days. And it's a remake of a remake of probably multiple (laughs) remakes. Banana Rama did this song originally in the probably 70s, 80s, I'm not really sure. And then Ace of Bass did a remake of it. And today we have a remake by Average Citizens and Epitomic, and the song is very 2020 appropriate and it's called Cruel Summer on Warehouse 11.
2: on Take my mind and I can't stop. I got that take on my mind and I can't stop. I got that take on my mind and I can't stop. I got that take on my mind and I can't stop. Stop, 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 stop. Stop, 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 stop.
3: Asani, and it's techno with a K, or take, no as I was trying to pronounce it when I was False. explaining that pronunciation. On Warehouse 11, uh, by the way, if you missed it at the top of the show, we do this every Thursday night, 10 o'clock east or west on Electric Force Radio, where you can tune in anytime you'd like at Warehouse11.com. So Thanksgiving was last week, and we ate enough food, I assume,
1: oh, dude. so I went to I did the irresponsible thing, and I traveled because of yeah, that. you're the, the worst. You're spreading I'm the problem. You are the problem. I'm, I'm literally the problem. so I went I, I went to Savannah, Georgia, and to the beautiful south of this great country. Yep. And we had like, honestly the food there and i'm gonna say this recorded and hope that my oh. parents and my mom doesn't hear this it was Uh-oh. the best thanksgiving food i've ever had it was amazing um and then the next day we had a bigger event because a lot of people couldn't make it to the right like on thanksgiving day and we had a southern crab boil oh wow so like my my soon-to-be uncle went to the dock and just found a gentleman that was getting crab and we wow. bought like fresh crab from him and we boiled it and it was delicious. So, wow. it was a, it was a different Thanksgiving, but it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. How was yours?
3: Uh, it was pretty good, very low key. I didn't have I basically ate nothing on Thanksgiving day itself. Not necessarily by good. choice, but it was just one thing led to another and I suddenly realized I hadn't really eaten anything. So, um oh. Yeah, actually, so Silver Dollar City is a theme park in Branson, Missouri, and I went there for the evening, and I was planning to eat their like holiday feast, but for whatever reason, that closed at seven thirty oh, that evening, man. and normally it's open till nine or whatever, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't in the cards for me that night. But it, I made up for it a few days later. Um, With some food that I made at home Which I'm still eating leftovers from (laughs) And I will be for the next few days So all worked out But yeah I just did a lot of uh, Filming for another project That I'm working on And uh, did a a bonfire On Saturday evening The last sort of nice weather day In this area for a while I think Um, Yeah I
1: mean it's beautiful Here in in Texas So come on down
3: Yeah um, I somehow still had uh, tomatoes that were alive and producing oh. on the, uh, right on the side of the house up until two nights ago, I guess. So they almost made it to December, um, but then the bottom dropped out of the weather forecast, and it might snow uh, later this week. Oh, my God. So...
1: We did have a freeze warning last night here. Oh was, wow, That's... that was wild! Like as we were taking the dog on a walk yesterday, people were bringing their plants inside. Wow, I was like, this is unreal. Well, and <laughs> people I people are freaking
3: out. I'm sh- yeah, digging the parkas out because if it drops below sixty, then I because because oh I, I saw people in in Florida who were visiting the parks were panicking this week because it was supposed to get in the fifties and they were like, it's the end of the world if you're coming <laughs> to cool. Disney. You know, bring extra coats, or you will freeze out the next couple of weeks. Um, but I guess it is unseasonably cold down there. Just the the jet stream shifted just enough to mm. bring some Arctic air all the way down towards Florida. So it snowed in Nashville a couple of days ago, which is kind of early for that. So yeah, twenty twenty continues to provide us with a variety Keeps. of surprises. Just
1: keep on rolling. Keep doing your thing, year.
3: All right, so now we look forward to Christmas, which I've been planning for since uh, January Last 1st of, la- of yeah.
1: <laughs> since December 26th Indeed. of Indeed,
3: but now just a few weeks away. Okay, let's hop back to music. This is Lucati, who we can always trust to bring us something good. This song is called Music for the People on Warehouse 11.
0: And I told
2: people party I talked to myself What the fuck? All day All night All day All night Viva la fiesta Viva la noche Viva los DJs I couldn't believe what I was living So I took my friend Johnny And I said to him Johnny, la gente esta muy loca What the fuck?
3: It's People. It's a remake of a song I think was by Sock Noel, but this one's by Nobly, Hawk, and Scarlet. And really, I mean, I know we make a lot of 2020 references, but that is like the theme song to my daily thought process. Um, What the fuck? (laughs) It's it's Warehouse 11, and we were talking about uh, some of the upcoming shows, in-person shows, that Insomniac has planned. Of course, they're doing all the park and raves out in San Bernardino. And the newest ones that they've added are a slew of shows from Deadmau5. So he's actually doing New Year's Eve, which frankly, I'm kind of surprised they're doing something on New Year's Eve that, or that they're yeah, allowed was, to. Yeah, um, That's
1: bold. I was surprised to tell to see that.
3: So... L.A. County has basically shut everything down again. But Riverside County, which is in San Bernardino County, are not as uh, shut down. So, as of right now, that is the plan. The Dead Mouse will do New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2020, at the NOS Event Center. And he'll also do January 1st there. And then he will do another show on the 2nd as Test Pilot, which is, of course, his... Uh, techno-focused project. And then, on January 7th and 8th, he goes down to Chula Vista, which is in the San Diego area, which is a whole new Insomniac drive-in space that they're debuting just for those shows, um, which they also announced they're doing Dream State. Oh yeah, they're actually doing Dream State next weekend in Chula Vista, as well, so it's a whole new spot. So if you're closer to the San Diego area, there new new place. And then Dead Mouse is also doing a show at the Texas Motor Speedway in Dallas-Fort Worth on January 9th. So a little. I
1: would like to point this out. I'm looking at his site, and I was checking out his merch. And he, on the Dead Mouse side of things, he has like a slew of things. He's mm. got shirts and jackets and grinders and ashtrays and vinyls. Lots of stuff. Yeah. A lot going on yeah, there. Yeah. You go to the test pilot side, he has two items a black t shirt and a black baseball cap. Dude,
3: I mean, that's. Perfect. Yeah, that's like the most accurate to life thing. Oh, that's so good. Like, dead Just mouse. literally a
1: black t shirt with a little logo of a man behind some decks playing music. <laughs> like,
3: nice. Well, I know that's he's. In
1: the little polo shape. Oh, it's so good. I
3: feel like he's done some of those Insomniac merch collabs, but I. I, One of them was at Escape. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last year, perhaps. Uh-huh. But yeah, very. it makes total sense that he would have only black clothing for test pilot. Black all black. Um, which, I feel like I was at Hobby Lobby the other day, and there was some... You know those signs that people hang up that say gather or whatever. So, Live, laugh, love. Yeah, whatever. but it was something referencing black clothing, and I was surprised... <laughs> I took a photo of it. I need to dig it up because I was like, oh, I can actually relate to that. Like that. At Hobby Lobby. At Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so then. I don't know. Something I'm going to have to look up. The other thing that Insomniac recently announced is EDC Orlando. And tickets are on sale for that one already. It's November 12th through the 14th, 2021. So now Insomniac basically has <laughs> all of 2021 planned out for you to put down your ticket deposits to... Starting
1: at like $5 whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're... It's, you know, a tactic to be able to say that they've sold out a show, essentially. Um, I'm looking at the schedule to... Fit. So I guess, I guess the first... The earliest thing they have in 2021 is EDC Mexico on April 16th. Um, and then the Forbidden Kingdom event that they recently partnered with in Boca Raton, Florida is in May, and then EDC Las Vegas on the schedule for May 21st. So, we shall see if the vaccines can be...
1: Deployed to the people. Yeah,
3: you know, I was listening to The Daily describing this process, and actually, I had just gotten home, and it was one of those driveway moments, as NPR would call it, but where you are just kind of stuck listening yeah. to this and you can't leave your car. Because I it, I literally had the thought in my mind of, I'm gonna always remember this moment because they were just talking about very specific logistics of how to transport and how to distribute and mm. just these very key things that made me think, holy shit, this is real. Like This is actually happening it's we're happening. actually to the point cuz they're still you know I like to view things be negative. yeah exactly just so I'm not disappointed <laughs> about it cuz I don't want to be like yeah there's a vaccine where you know everything's fixed and then they come out with like actually it's really dangerous it turns you into zombies yeah more you than it, yeah yeah and everything's canceled again so I've been very hesitant in celebrating any of that but it was just interesting how they were i don't know just talking about the shelf life and all these different transportation concepts because essentially they're going to, they're, they're laying the foundation to distribute this thing so that the moment there's FDA approval, they can have it out in clinics everywhere. And then the process of rolling it out to priority groups and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. It's, it, it was just a moment that I thought, I know that I will remember exactly where I was when I heard this, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, it gives you hope.
3: Indeed, I don't know, based on what they've said as far as timeline, though, that we're going to be seeing events no, maybe in not. April and May, but I I mean, who knows? Anything, anything could change and happen. And I guess as more vaccines are available, you know, that... you know that even helps things get distributed even faster the problem is just how how much planning and organizing can be done right now with so little concrete information about the future And i think that's what everybody's struggling with the most so same only time will tell Okay, let's hop back to it. This is Sonic Craft and Kaiser Gel. Song's called 6 4 on Warehouse six 11.
2: Drop hot, we ready to go. and we ready to go. down the street in my Drop hot, then we ready to go. Just the funk and the groove with an nasty flow Take that gone, now we ready to go Now we ready to go the nasty flow take that call now we ready to go
0: is
3: Glass Pedals, and No Thanks. That's, an, that's the the artist's name is No Thanks. No Thanks. And the song is called Like This on Warehouse 11. Um, I was watching Rudolph earlier oh, this yeah, evening. Of course. I don't know what it is, but some of these older cartoons that I grew up watching and have watched numerous times for some reason are just hitting a little different this round. I don't know if it's because maybe I'm just paying more attention to the dialogue as opposed to being like, ooh, uh-huh. look, a reindeer this and snow and nose. Christmas, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. But I was, I, I first noticed it when I was watching the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, spe- or no, it was the Halloween edition, oh, or th- yeah. and and I realized how mean Lucy is, and how much she reminded me of a lot of people, but also that same thought with Rudolph that everyone was just so mean to well poor little reindeer and elf just because they were misfits.
1: Well, let it be known, everyone, that 2020 was the year that Kent started paying attention to the plot (laughs) instead of just... Going, ooh, I
3: really just colors. there for wow. the money shot. I just like, I, like, skip ahead. What's the, give me what's the, the money shot. Well, it's when everybody, you know, when he saves the day and helps Santa deliver all the gifts. Like, that's really all that, you know, I care uh. about. <laughs>
1: Dude, for some reason for me, the money shot in Rudolph is when he goes to the Island of Misfit toys. That was always my favorite part. I mean, I love that song and I love all the characters in that it, part.
3: It is great, and I was I was also noticing that, and I thought it was also ironic that Rudolph and the Elf were not welcome on the Island of Misfit toys. Which is all very ironic. And yes, I am discovering all of this for the first time ever. So,
1: no, dude, <laughs> if you watch any of the like peanut specials, Charlie Brown is just shit on. Just constantly. Yeah. That's all they do. They're it's, like, you big, bald idiots. It's, it's like,
3: whoa. You can't so say that. So mean. I, because there were several points in Rudolph that I thought oh, I can't believe this is on broadcast television that they right said now. that. I <laughs> like, know. There's just so many things that we are oversensitive to, and I'm just... It It does... Maybe that's why I've taken so much notice. I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe oh, you're oh, doing oh. this. Yeah, you're gonna, I know. You're going to hurt some people's feelings with this on TV. But. How
1: dare you call me a blockhead? I'll have you know my <laughs> mom was a blockhead,
3: and that... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, oh boy. and of course, we've there's been so much controversy with controversy, controversy with um, the Charlie Brown stuff this year, and Apple Plus and all that stuff. But I guess now it's going to be on right. network TV after all. So after all that, thanks, Tim. You can watch it on network TV. Or Appreciate f- it because you have to know most people are like, "What? How am I going to get Apple TV Plus? I don't know what you know that kind of thing."
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: Most people don't have that. Okay. Um, We also were discussing an article about um, average penis size that came out on Mashable, but it wasn't necessarily new information. They had just compiled... A new study came out that compiled data from all these past
1: studies. It aggregated a bunch of information. But
3: what Mashable did is they compared that with common, what do they call it household items, to just give you a perspective of what is actually average versus the um, inaccurate size queen perception that we've built. In fact, it even says your eggplant emoji isn't exactly accurate. And so the stats are that the average flaccid is 3.61 inches in length and 5.16 inches when erect. So.
1: Oh, it was 3.61?
3: 3.61.
1: Oh, I was hoping it was two, but go on. Right,
3: right, of course. Uh, And then they compared it to things like... A crayon. Yes. Uh, Which is actually... A crayon is actually the un-erect slash flaccid size. Like, perfectly... Um, well, they started with Legos, so they used blue and red Legos to uh-huh. those sizes, and then they compared that with everything else, so yeah. Batteries, a Nerf dart, thought that was an interesting Nerf choice. Dart.
1: The one that really had us going was the fun size Snickers bar, <laughs> like, li- not, like, wrapped up, not unwrapped, but the wrapper uh-huh. is... Yes, uh, edge to edge. A small cactus, <laughs> edge to edge, truly really an edge to edge. To, I a uh, ticket?
3: Like... <laughs> A, ticket, a, a very you know. small ticket. Like a, like a...
1: Like a carnival ticket. Yes, with the carnival ticket. little on the bottom. And then on the other side, fully... like We're talking erect and ready to go. A Diet Coke can. Yep. Or three batteries. I thought the hand
3: lotion, that's, like a bottle of okay, hand Okay, that's, that's, that's too subjective because lotion bottles are all over the place. But it just said, like, <laughs> a small bottle. I just noticed this one...
1: Three small Snickers bars, just a tip bitten (laughs) off of one.
0: (laughs) Just, just, just a
3: little bit. Yeah, almost three of those. Almost two sticks of gum. Two toothpicks. And and then wine corks is a great thing. So it was two corks for (laughs) flaccid and three corks for erect. Again, small TV remote. Like that's very subjective. Maybe Apple TV remote would be a comparison and then maybe and then they compared it with a banana and basically it was like this is very unrealistic this is not like a banana is far too large compared to the average size so so now you can tell
1: your friends that we're perfectly fine <laughs> those warehouse 11 guys are well within the range it's okay
3: Oh, goodness. So, that uh, article is on Mashable.com if you'd like to see those images for yourself and let everyone know yes, you are well above or within <laughs> acceptable ranges. All right, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the show. We've got time for one more. It's from Mekki and Brandon Mintz, and the song is actually called Mint. That's going to do it for this week. I'm Kent. I'm Clayton. We'll see you next week.
0: Bye.